2: Rightchapter.com. 99.9
3: k i s w the rock of seattle owen wilson had a lifetime all access pass given to him by the rolling stones uh, that's actor owen wilson you've known him for a lot of stuff wow yeah that was that's, him right there
4: yeah <laughs> and,
3: <laughs> And um, <laughs> Rolling Stones, you know, they're kind of a they're kind of a popular band now. Lifetime access. I mean, what do they tour every ten years? So I mean, I don't know how. Do they
4: hit the road quite a bit though? I mean, if you're if you're a super rich celebrity, when they go on tour, you can just travel around and go check them out. If
3: you're yeah, if you do it like the Dead, yeah. you know? yeah, sure. If you run around like it's a Dave Matthews band, sure, you would love a lifetime pass going to every city. I wonder how like what what kind
4: of relationship does he have that he was able to pull that off? Like,
3: He's been friends with them for a while apparently.
4: I wonder which uh, member like is it like is he like homies with like mick or keith or is he just like he's owen wilson and of course they're excited to see him because he's you know they've probably seen him on some into movies and stuff
3: yeah i wonder who he broke down with because remember the stones are a lot older than him so the idea that he can strike up a friendship with dudes that i mean i don't know if they've seen his movies maybe they have but you're right i'd love (sighs) to know but how about this so he gets the lifetime pass because he is buds with the band and then apparently did not last long he got the pass revoked oh. and he's on the late late show with James Corden talking about a whole all about this.
0: I went to see the Rolling Stones in Argentina. We got these special laminates, all access that were good for the rest of your life. That night at the concert, I'm kind of wandering around and I ended up right at this place where I could look over and see Mick Jagger. And then all of a sudden he bolts during Jumping Jack Flash and comes running down. And it turns out where I was was kind of part of the stage. And then someone came running over, get out of here, move, you're not supposed to be here. And then I get a call the next morning from mixed security team, do you have that laminate? Yes, I still have it. Okay, we're going to come over and pick it up.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but they revoked your whole, your they whole They revoked pass? the yeah.
1: Lifetime Pass? Yeah, the Lifetime really Pass. I only away, had it for, yeah. Whoa. Really
3: had it for one day. For one show. Oh, I feel like you should at least get a do-over.
4: Oh, they probably have zero tolerance. They're like, dude, wow. what the hell? Why were you standing right there? Yeah. Oh, man, dude. Oh, That's crazy. Well, at least you got to enjoy it once. And it makes for a good story. Yeah, it sure does.
5: I feel like I would do something like that,
4: like unintentionally. Green Day gives
5: me like lifetime passes to shows, and then yeah. all of a sudden I do something and I mess it all up.
4: Yeah, yeah. I, if, I would hope for like a Pearl Jam lifetime pass. Yeah, and travel around, and then, and then I'm the guy that gets caught stealing a tambourine. I was gonna
5: say you, have, <laughs> you like, you have, have a lifetime tambourine.
4: Or I'm like the guy like I, I push the guy out of the way, and I'm the guy who hands Eddie the tambourine that uh. night. I'm like, here you go, Eddie. High five. Yeah. I don't, you know, I, I, lo- I would love good seats, but I have been backstage to so
3: many different things mm-hmm. and it's not a fun time. Oh, a lot yeah. of times they're really like professional and they don't want you to mess yes. things around. And you and I have been backstage where some of the people that we were
4: with did not respect that and then we ended up getting kicked out. Oh, I remember one, I can't remember what band it was, but I remember their, their road crew looking on, ugh. Effing radio guys, and yeah, I'm just oh, like, I know. And I look, at it, I'm like, dude, we don't want to be here just as much as you don't want us here. But our our, our work wants us to do a stage announcement, so give us the freaking microphone. We'll get up there, we'll say our piece, and we'll get the hell out of your way. Like we're only back here so we could do what we're asked to do, and then we're gonna leave you guys alone. We don't think it's cool to be back here.
3: Yeah, it's. Um, but if you're
4: Owen Wilson, yeah, I bet like everyone's really excited. I have Owen
3: Wilson. That's backstage. what I would yeah. think.
4: Like if I'm Owen Wilson, yeah, like if, all of a sudden you probably like, dude, that's Owen Wilson. Hey, come on. Here's a guitar pick. <laughs> so
3: I w- he didn't shed light as to who he was friends with, but I don't think it was Mick. Clearly not. Yeah. Because I like think... Keith. Yeah, I th- yeah, probably Keith. Keith seems like, like he would be friends with everybody. It's funny. I'm watching that what interview. it was Charlie
4: and they're like, wow, oh, man, Charlie passed away. So now we're going to take the pass back because <laughs> we don't really this, like this guy. And he never wanted him back here. Now look at him. He's crossing the line.
3: Dude, it's funny you brought up Charlie because if you go see the video, you could watch the James Corden interview. We have the video clip on the BJ and Miggs page of KISW.com. I thought... At first, when I'm watching this video, I thought that there's Owen Wilson next to Charlie Watts. I kind of thought the same thing. And then I realized, wait, Charlie's passed away. And yeah. then it's like, oh, no, that's Jeff Goldblum. It was Jeff Goldblum. When did Jeff Goldblum
4: turn into Charlie Watts? When did, that, when did that happen? With his hair, the way that he has his hair yeah. styled, it looked just like him. Like, it's just super gray. Yeah,
3: they have a similar facial structure. I totally didn't recognize that. They both that. had that
4: kind of like that cool look to them. Like, yeah. their hair is like that artsy-fartsy kind of like part. And I mean in nice a very swoop. endearing way, of course. Yeah. yeah, it's at the
3: swoop. And they're very uncomfortably close to each other, like on a talk show. I feel like Jeff and and Owen are too close. I thought I thought Owen because Owen was using his hands to tell the story. I thought he was going to knock Jeff's glasses off.
4: <laughs> Owen looks like he's at a gentleman's club. He's sitting on his hands right now, yeah, so yeah, that he doesn't yeah, touch yeah. It. his legs are open too. That's not good, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. That
6: shows <laughs> where our brains are. I was like, oh, he's at the principal's office. I'm, like, yeah. oh, I'm oh. in trouble. I'm in trouble. He's like, yo, if <laughs> yeah. I sit on my hands,
4: my hands can't go anywhere. They're not supposed to go.
6: I can't get kicked out.
4: That's right. Sit on your hands, sir. <laughs>
3: What a joke. you know, and I have to tell you, Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum's a trippy guy. Just to be, like be on the same set or even in an interview with, and next to that guy, because even he'll he'll just he goes, "Really, man? Wow, you didn't get that. You lost the ticket, eh?" I mean, just that you, way yeah. Jeff is. Yeah, that look to him. All yeah. right, so
4: Danny's going with probably Green Day for a, a, yes. a, a lifetime all access pass. Is that what we're thinking? Oh yeah. A Pearl Jam for me, I would imagine, like, especially because that band always does different shows in every town that they go in, so that would be a lot of fun to travel. That's funny
5: you say that because, like, the, you most people would think like Offspring for me, but the Offspring they kind of do the same show every single time, right? Green Day mixed it up,
4: yeah, so yeah.
5: that's why I'm going with Green Day. That's
4: why Pearl Jam I and mean, Glorious Sun would be another one too. Like, I love the fact Ooh. that they, they always change up their sets, and nice, then, so it makes every show a fun experience. All right, so Vicky, who are you going, Lifetime? Backstage pass, don't F it up.
6: Oh, it's gonna be in this moment because they always put on a ridiculous show. Costume changes, like pyrotechnics, amazing dancers with masks, and all this craziness—it is phenomenal.
4: And honestly, I, I would. There, I agree. They put on a great show. I wouldn't even abuse the, the lifetime pass to like hang out backstage. Mm-hmm. I would just be in the, the the common area, like the general admission area, where you like you know the pit, just to be able to like not to deal with anything. I can just flash the pass and go wherever I want. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't take it. I wouldn't abuse the privilege. Yeah, it
3: depends on whether you're if like if you really are friends with somebody. That's different because they're happy to see you. Yeah, and you're smart enough to know that they actually are doing a job, and you don't want to get in the way because you get it. You know, you go, hey, how you good to see you, Jim? We'll talk to you later. You know, that that kind of a thing. But
4: yeah, I'm like you. I don't need to be backstage. No, in fact, I I, I prefer not to be like. But okay, so for you, BJ,
3: does it have to be music? cuz i mean there are here's the thing that they do well, a lot Well i'd like to hear
4: your answer. I, you know I, my first thought was come on man yes of course it does but what are you what are you thinking? All
3: right well okay all right musically i uh, you know i mean i would love to be uh backstage God you know what dude You're, Don't the way say you Avril the bit. way no the way you talk about the glorious sons oh, though okay, yeah. i think i would like to be backstage <laughs> for those guys uh, the, but I would have definitely said Avril Levine or My Boy's Collective
4: Soul. I, I, you know, I even though
3: you guys hate them, I still love them.
4: I've had a couple fun experiences with the Glorious Sons backstage, where a lot of tequila has been drunk, and and Brett, the singer, ends up with like Sharpie on his face, and like it, it, it's a very very uh, fun loving group of guys.
3: But you know what? We, we're fortunate because when we do Pain in the Grass. We get to be backstage with so many different bands, and like last mm. year, we were backstage with Thunder P And I, I love those. those I, I those love those, are those, the those, best. those. Those guys are awesome. Yeah. They were so fun. And so, if it's an experience like that, that's where I, that's the kind of experience mm. I want. You don't always get that with some of the bands that you go. I can't wait to be backstage with the band, big band well, that we play. And you realize they just don't want you. I there. remember
4: with the Glorious Sons being in the back at the showbox, and and I was like a beaten dog. Like I went back there, and I'm like, I'm like, I just pushed up against a corner as humanly possible because I'm like stay out of everybody's way I don't want to get in trouble and then they start talking and I'm like wait you guys know I'm here like you know what I mean like you feel like you're in the way but I was like I was doing the stage announcement but I was like I just want to stay out of their way, but then they're so endearing and so conversational. I'm like, wait, you're not like all the other bands. Well, you're like- actually are happy to see us.
5: It's funny you say that because like, there's been times. I mean, I've been going to concerts since I was 12 years old, and sometimes like you see a band and you meet them, and they're super cool. Back when they're like super small, and then you see them years later, the and they're they're just like you can tell they they've gone past that. Forgot who they were. They don't want anyone like going in certain places backstage. And it's like, what happened?
4: Come on, guys! Like, remember where you the came road, from. The road, man, it hardened <laughs> them, brah. So, oh, like, someone said backstage for Metallica. Ooh. Okay, That's good, can't, can't argue with that. I would like that one if the band likes you. Like, I mean, obviously, Yes. because they always jam before their shows. Like, they have an actual jam room. Like, they have a practice space. In the vi- in the facility, like in the venue, like they'll have drums, amps, and they just kind of like warm up that way, yeah. and that'd be a blast to be able to just like sit back and just watch them get pre- get ready. And like you haven't
3: know. you been there not knowing if you were liked or not?
4: Oh, I was positive we weren't like. Yeah, that's the thing. I yeah. was back there, and we were wa- and James Hetfield. Well, no. In all fairness, Lars was really cool. Kirk was beyond cool. Like Kirk Hammett might be the nice Robert Trujillo, also very nice. And I'm not saying this is a negative thing towards James Hetfield because he's one of my favorite rock stars and still like a bucket list to get like a picture with the guy and talk to him. But he was in the zone yeah. and he walked in and, and there were two people in that room that were not in Metallica and he told us to leave. He's like, what are you guys doing here? Get out. Yep, that's it. And it wasn't like he was like being like, get the F out. He was like, what do you guys And he's like, you guys got to get out. It wasn't like – he was very abrupt about it but like I, yeah. didn't, I didn't leave thinking – Very direct. I didn't think he was a jerk. I was yeah. like – this is his world and we're in it. Still a horrible feeling knowing that you're in the wrong place. I did press my ear up against the door and listen. Oh, did you? Good for you. I was so nervous. I didn't open up that door. Like, what if James Hatfield opened up oh, that door? Oh, and there you and are. I've got my ear oh, up and against you're the that door.
6: Guy.
4: You're <laughs> hey, James. That guy. Did you have a glass like the old school TV shows? If one was near me, I would have oh, used it, DJ. Oh,
3: man. That's fantastic. How about you, Joey D's, if you can be backstage anywhere? Oh, that'd be easy. I just picked Taylor Swift and rent out the pass. And rent out the pass. Oh, I get it. He's evolved for the
4: financial game. It's
5: yeah. not a bad
3: idea. She's like the biggest thing that's ever been a thing. But
4: you'd lose that pass in one show. Yeah, you would. Yeah, maybe. But I'd get a lot of money for it. Yeah. See, up until you said rent out the pass, I'm like, damn it, that's a great answer. I get to be backstage and hang out with Taylor Swift. Yeah. In for that. Well you get to do it the first time, then you rent it out.
6: Now see what you do, Joe, is if you're able to score like a pass that includes a guest, that's how you get the ladies.
3: Oh. oh, that's true. Actually, oh yeah.
6: Want to come see Taylor Swift with yeah. me? Yeah.
5: If you yeah. walked around anywhere, everyone would be like, "Yes, I would." Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. I would do things to Joe for an opportunity. I put so oh, far wow. out would be oh, ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's. <laughs> so Someone said, "Well, how I was want. how was Stone Temple Pilots? They could not be nicer. They wanted to know how they were backstage. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, they uh, were. Uh, it was almost like yeah. it was. That's so it was, awesome." It was overwhelmingly nice. Like they were – it was very cool to see a band on that level. Like they've been – they've they've toured a lot and they don't have to be nice. They couldn't be sweeter to everybody that they had a chance to talk to. Like I saw them taking pictures with everybody, all the radio people, engaging in conversation. And of course my experience was on another level because I got to play drums that day. But like I watched how they were to everybody else and it wasn't like they treated me any different because like, oh, he's playing drums. We should be nice to him.
3: Yeah, you know, and our business hasn't done itself any favors. And I, when I say our business, I'm going to talk about the talent end. Dude, I just watched a podcast recently with Tom Segura, the comic, and David Cross. Okay. And, oh, they ripped our business apart because of, you know, you know the kind of people. We go to our conventions and the kind of people that are just jackasses to everybody in any other industry when they're on the show or they're backstage. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it breaks your heart because, you know, it's just professional. You're just, if you're a professional, if you just hold yourself as a professional – Everybody will like you in every, every other industry. They'll go, all right, this dude's a professional. But man, you know you, the reason why we have to wonder when we go backstage anywhere is because we they know we're in this business and we end up taking a lot of arrows for what other people in our business a lot of have dorks done. Dorks in our industry, I, yeah. I, 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 are you I speak,
4: right? I mean, I, dorks, no dorks, but for different reasons. But yeah, like, there That's... are some that just don't understand. Like, hey. Act like you've been here or at least if you don't can't act that way, then don't be
0: back there.
3: Yeah. It's and, that simple. And it sucks, man. This is a recent interview and I love comedy and, you know, and, oh, man, they just ripped our business apart and I'm just like – you know, and, uh, and, and again, it's like you said, it's because of the dorks, man. And it, it breaks my heart because I feel like you and I and everybody on this show, we do act like we've been there. We just got where we act like we even act better than that. We go, thank you for letting us be here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sh- and just even, you know, walking around here. And we hope we don't get in the way. We don't want to get in the way. And we'll even leave if you want us to. We, we are, are the gold
4: get... standard of radio talent. OK, finally. And it's about from, time that from from to be recognized. It's finally been so, said. You know, we have to stop being humble about it.
3: Now, here's the deal. I would like backstage passes to movie premieres. Huh? Oh, dude, whenever they have a movie or a TV show, sometimes they're doing it, they'll have a world premiere where they have a live audience in a theater. Okay. But only select people get to do that. Like, you're the first person to see whatever. And now TV shows are doing oh. it. I was like, and why do you want to be in
4: the backstage of a movie? You
3: can't and watch the people the movie are then. there. Like, the people are there. Like I the got,
6: actors, like a red yeah. carpet event almost? I got to
3: do that one time for Star Trek 2 that came out. Okay. And because Simon Pegg, even though you say he's not in front of our show, but I think he is,
4: he's my buddy. I mean, he just acts like he is.
3: But he let me come back there and host the whole thing, and dude, it's such a great experience' because here I am hanging with all of the luminaries of that movie that are going to be out. I also got to do it for Kevin Smith, and Kevin Smith is such a fantastic dude when you're on stage with him or when you're mm-hmm. backstage. Uh, you know, I'd never met him personally, but we've had Benson, him on the show another yeah. guy like oh, that
4: exactly. doug's always great that's that's a, that's a good guy to bring up
3: love to be part of that every time because man. It is such a fun thing because, you know me, I love movies, TV. I love that kind of stuff. I love comedy. So I would love to have a, like a backstage pass to all of those I kind of that. things.
4: Like, that's how it was. Like that experience when I got to do with All the Wrestling, when I got to be one of the extras and actually have a match. Yeah. Was, I would be okay with never having a match but just touring with them and being in that back area because, A, they treat everybody like gold, which I thought was really cool to see. Nobody was treated like they were – they didn't put anyone – make anyone feel that they were beneath them or whatever. Like, but really, at the end of the day, the catering BJ – is on another. It was an experience of a lifetime. Like, and, and, and they change it every show because, like, yeah. the Seattle catering was different than the Portland catering. And they got something for everyone. Desserts. Oh, BJ, God. you would gain an, a billion pounds dude, in I'm, one month with all the wrestling. I don't know how great this is. Dude, the wrestling- Which is like a funny, like almost like a joke on the wrestlers because some of these guys are just like, they got muscles on top of muscles and they, they have that because they're very good and disciplined with what they eat. Yeah. And then you go back there and there's like a giant cheesecake. Oh, and you're like, yeah. what are you doing? I'd be so mad if I'm one of the wrestlers. Like, you, what are you, dude? This is a body business, brother, and yeah. you're making me have
6: all these damn cheesecakes in front of me? Isn't that like a thing with like competitive, like when you're muscly and you want to look veiny, you're supposed to consume sugar?
3: Oh, okay. oh is that true? I, oh. I
6: watched like a bodybuilding uh, documentary once. I don't know why. I, it was on. And it
3: was about- Vicky is the expert on everything that she's ah. never done but what she's watched. I
6: well, it was on. about <laughs> women doing it, and so they were oh, consuming wow. candy and soda right before so their veins would pop. Really? hmm
4: Oh. See, I only use Viagra for that.
6: Uh, well, yeah, anyways... The- I oh, see okay. some of the guys
4: I know in the world of wrestling. They've been doing that. I don't know if this is a new thing, but they they're putting hot sauce on their skin, or so like the, some kind of like hot, what? Like, and it, 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 it like it, it darkens the skin, and it brings like it almost like it brings out the veins. Oh, I don't understand. Whoa!
3: It. I didn't know veins was a thing you wanted to see in people. I don't want to see that.
4: Yeah, I mean, the whole like looking vascular. It's like uh, so that's what. So that's an intentional look for a lot of bodybuilders. Absolutely. I didn't
3: realize that. I thought yeah. there was
4: just like there was something wrong with them. No, if you're if you're showing a lot of veins, that means that you're like. Uh, oh, I don't like that You're, you got muscles okay yeah that's a, that's a big thing for a lot of guys oh. and girls Obviously. Uh, uh, you know what I'm, I guess... you don't like people being veiny I don't
3: like <laughs>
4: no, I really don't. See, I'm very vascular on my forehead <laughs> you really are that You've that been t- yeah. so many bodybuilders are jealous of this vein on my forehead <laughs> I, now I know why right. yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I can't I, there's
3: places I don't want to go now
1: BJ and
0: Migs mornings on The Rock 99.9 KISW call from
6: mom
5: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
3: 99.9 KISW, the rock of Seattle. There's a wife that found another woman's checkbook in her husband's car. Okay, well, what the heck's going on? Is he getting paid for some stuff? Well, Ooh. see, first off, you know, what? look, I want to tell you right now, it is, it's the dumbest thing in the world to cheat yeah. because the person you're cheating with wants you to get found out. Oh, and but
4: they do so by leaving checkbooks.
3: Yeah. I mean, there's, uh, you know, it's it's I it happens all the time. The person that you're cheating with does not want, they don't want this to be a secret, it, especially if they're not in a relationship themselves, oh, but you are. That's a caveat for sure. Yeah.
5: A checkbook, though, like I, I this can is understand, old school, like, baby, like an earring in the bed or like yeah. some underwear on the floor. Yeah. I knew
4: of a girl that I mean, I, it might have been on topic or someone. Someone shared it with us, but they said that they purposely would leave their underwear. Oh, I remember yeah. that they would like stuff it in 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 the comforter. Yeah you know, like as they leave so that way he wouldn't notice it and he'd make the bed and then later on when the bed was being unmade or, you know,
2: all
4: of a sudden, like, what's this? What am I feeling? Whose underwear are these?
3: Oh, damn. And why is there a
4: checkbook also in here?
3: (laughs) He swore, this guy said, I don't know whose checkbook this is that's in this car. I have no idea, but, of course, she's still suspicious. (laughs) Like,
4: likely story.
3: Don't blame her. I'd start
4: writing checks if I was her. Oh, yeah. So
3: how about what he did, though? He went on social media and... And put the word out, hoping to find the woman to save his marriage. So he actually, I mean, this is, I have to say, this is really quite a thing that this guy's doing because if the woman does want him to be found out, you figure she would go, okay, social media boy, but here's his plea.
0: If your name is Jessica and you live in Northern Colorado, I need you to check your voicemail right away because I have your checkbook. My wife thinks we're having an affair. She goes into the center console and guess what she finds? A checkbook. Not mine and not hers. It's yours, Jessica. I have absolutely no idea how I ended up with your checkbook in a console of my car. So we google you. You work in the same town I teach in, which is not the same town I live in. Do you see how bad this is looking for me? I need you to just check your voicemail so we can figure out where we somehow crossed paths or not even we, you and my car, so that I can clear all of this up. Okay.
3: Yeah, he he sounds a little too. I don't like this guy. I believe everything he says. I just don't I don't like this guy.
4: What do you think, babe? I swear, I'm going to make a TikTok video yes. about it to to prove that I didn't do anything. Yeah. Yes, 100%. Dude, I'm looking at the comments. So Everyone's just like, this seems like a perfect cover-up. Another person said, I cleared out my schedule. I'll be standing by for the update. <laughs> but then I, as I keep looking, there's a woman by the name of Jay that wrote, uh, I just died a little. I am Jessica in co. No voicemail. So fingers crossed. I don't know what the hell that means. but Wow. So And then he said, I just messaged you.
3: Wow. How about this? I feel horrible because it looks like this guy... Um Maybe telling the truth. Hmm. Why is that? Well, his wife found, you know, the, she, the, the, the other woman actually saw his desperate plea on social media. So she contacted him and set the record straight.
0: i Jessica. I live in northern Colorado. I never answer my phone. Hey, we found Jessica. After texting back and forth all morning, the best we can come up with is that our kids go to school together. She maybe parks where I park because I teach next door. It's the best we got. So this afternoon, I'm going to meet up with Jessica, take the whole family over. She has goats. So we're going to play with them. She's getting her checkbook back. And while half of the 15,000 comments and growing on this post are convinced that I am like the world's greatest infidelity mastermind. Sorry to disappoint you guys. Yeah. I, they're still cheating I,
4: yeah I, I yeah, don't like him family, he's such a douche uh, the whole family's playing with goats
0: while well, he's banging
4: the, the Jessica again yeah <laughs> you're right that's what we yeah, how cool would that
3: be I'll show you come on we'll all go hang out and then they're all playing with goats and like where'd the, where'd those two go <laughs>
5: right right go play with the goats kids I, yeah, that doesn't that doesn't prove anything to me that just proves that she he called her and was like hey we got found out we need to make up a story quick
4: grab a goat and feed it yeah make a video yeah the video is great because she's feeding a goat while they're doing the video.
3: Yeah, I I don't – I mean, he, if, he, if indeed he's innocent, he is the douchiest innocent guy I've ever seen. Yeah. He really is. He's such a douche that I, I really – I just
4: – I think his wife should leave him anyway. I just <laughs> – that's what I think. Just leave him.
3: Poor guy. He God. can do better.
4: Also, I'm still confused though. I don't understand still how the checkbook ended up in his car. Like they have the same kind of car and maybe she got in the wrong –
3: yeah, that makes no sense. Yeah, you know, and where is she? Like why is, did she make a guest starring on this video that he made? And they can talk, and like she can say, "Here's how it happened. Yeah. Like,
5: how do your che- how does your checkbook get in his car? The best we can come up with is our kids go to the same school. So, but still, why was she in your car?
3: Yeah, that's weird, man. I'm sorry, and you don't know who she is. You don't
4: remember a woman getting in your car. Yeah, I would. I guess because we
3: well, made it don't sound talk like to as me. if like
4: the checkbook got dropped on the floor, and what like, and he forgot that he picked it up and I, put it in the center console. This is like this would be the dumbest like murder mystery show or Or like, or like, you know, like whatever, like, oh, I I got busted and here's how it all happened. I'm like, I still don't understand how it got in the I still suspect him. The fact that he goes, yeah, "Yeah, I
3: do. I'm with Danny because, and uh, I think also Steve's with us too since he thought that when they're doing the goats, they're going to be banging each other. (laughs) I think we all believe the guy is actually a serial cheater. And yes, we do believe you're the infidelity master.
6: I, I'm reading some of the comments, and a lot of people have the assumption that maybe one of the kids picked it up. Like, oh. I'm not saying that's what I believe, but a lot of people are thinking maybe the kids did it. Oh, okay. you also
5: didn't notice that your kid put something in your center console?
6: No, you usually don't notice like their boogers or whatever the hell they're doing until like weeks later. Oh, I noticed.
4: Oh, it. look at you. You're, yeah. so you're, Sometimes so you're, they
6: hide the stuff, and it's like, oh god, that's gross. But the center
4: console, I feel like you do have to be. That, that does seem like something like I <laughs> are just like nitpicking every little I part know. of this. I'm
6: like, I don't know. I, I don't go into my I, center usually, console.
4: Yeah, though. but usually my elbow is resting on yeah. the center console and someone tries to open like what are you doing
3: yeah and why like, would they and why would the kid care why would they pick it up and put so, it in your car
5: yeah I without did. telling you like hey dad i found a checkbook
4: yeah i mean it's all so bizarre the texture says something great he's the goat cheater of all time yeah, yeah he is the goat
5: yeah you know it's funny have you ever like had a situation like that
4: what? What? Like, that, so that a goat cheated on me? Yeah. Yes, of that, course, one hundred percent. I took my family to a farm, so that, uh, yes, we could feed goats and bang people.
5: No, I, I got accused of my my ex because uh, on my car <laughs> I had is, a. She is your ex, though. She is my ex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this so is. So exactly maybe she has something. To, maybe no, something I you got said proved right. That. It was fantastic. There was uh, on the Bluetooth. She went to – she was driving my car one day and she noticed on the Bluetooth that there was a connection called Miranda. Oh, right. Like – and you know because how you can save like Bluetooths uh-huh. on your car and she texted me and she's like, who's Miranda? And I was like, I, don't know. I didn't know who it was. I was like, I don't what, – what are you talking about? She's like, there's somebody named Miranda connected to your Bluetooth and I was like – I have no idea who it was. Turns out one of my friends likes to name his computer and his cell phone like different women's names. Okay, And so he had drove my car when we were moving and he connected to the Bluetooth. So sure enough, I messaged him and I'm like, hey. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's my cell phone. And so luckily it got cleared up. But it was one of those Did she believe
3: him, though? Or did she think he was covering for you? No, no, she believed him. Oh, wow. He's that that's a, because I would yeah. I
4: would if it were me, I'd go, your friends covering for you.
3: He
5: literally sent a, te- a text of yeah, my, my cell phone's name is Miranda. And I was likely
4: like, story, you got him in cahoots with you. I that's what know. I would think. That's yeah. what it you're is, still yeah. you're banging who's Miranda. Come on, Danny. Yeah. yeah Fess I, don't,
5: up. I wish I knew.
4: I mean, now the time, now's the time to really
6: just you know. <laughs> that whatnot. just happened.
4: My wife accused me of the same exact thing. She's like, who's iPhone 104? <laughs> Hooked up to Oh your, your, Yeah, that's a stripper name. <laughs> if yeah. I ever heard one, like oh, you don't want to know who iPhone one hundred three is. One hundred four. You can trust me around her. Don't yeah, worry. That's okay. Dude, that did happen once with an ex, as well, of course, ex. See? And oddly, B. J. Shea is involved in this story. Oh, Woo! I'm so happy about this.
1: I she think. thought I was having
4: an affair uh, with B. J. Shea. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Well, well oddly enough, like me? I remember it was when I was unemployed and B. J. Reached out and I was like, okay, let's we're gonna go meet up for lunch or dinner myself, BJ, and uh, Sergeant Hair Club yeah. and go chat about potentially joining the show and all that kind of stuff. And we Big met. mistake on
3: my part. Yes, hey, what did I know then?
4: <laughs> it was that Joey. I'll
6: never forget. It oh, was yeah. The,
4: on Lake Union. Yeah. When there was a Joey's on Lake Union. Oh, so it really nice. eventually became the Kraken Team Shop, and I don't sure. know what the hell it is now. Yeah. But so we met, and I even told like my then-girlfriend, I'm like, I'm going for this job interview. Just so you know, I'm turning my phone off oh. because I don't want to deal with my phone ringing. I was like, I think that's just not a good look. And I still think that. Like if I'm sure. going to talk to somebody about a business thing, phone's in the pocket and I don't even want to be distracted. So I just turned it off. So that – doing the chat – and we ended up shockingly chatting for a very long time. Well, BJ chatted for a very long time. Yeah, that's kind of how it goes. <laughs> and this went on for several hours, like this dinner. And I did not know she was calling and calling and calling. <laughs> And she got to the point where she just assumed that I was having sex with somebody at that time. Well, yeah, for hours and hours. Even though I specifically said, I'm going for this job interview. And then she was like, she figured out how to get into my voicemail. Oh, and apparently there was like a friend that said, hey, we're all going to like the, I think it was like the tractor tavern. <laughs> up with us. A guy. but
2: Whoa. So she heard
4: that voicemail. And I had no idea that she figured out how to break into my voicemail. Damn, dude. So she checked my voicemails, had that voicemail apparently then called the Tractor Tavern and described – she told me all this and said like, oh, yeah, I then called the Tractor Tavern. I said that I I had them look for you and see if you were with a girl and I'm like – you're telling me this willingly. Yeah. Like, you're wow. not at all. You don't at all feel embarrassed by any of this. Like, this is just purely bonkers to me. Yeah, you need to go talk to somebody, lady. Because when the interview ended, I turned on my phone, and there was, oh. like, a crap ton of voicemails. Wow. And one being about my buddy. Was like, I should have went there. I mean, I might as well, if I'm going to get in trouble.
3: Yeah, what the but hell? That was,
4: like, that was the start of the end of that relationship. I can yeah. imagine, yeah. It was, like, very soon after that that the relationship ended. And that was the that was the moment where I'm, like, Whoa, you went off the deep end. Yeah, <laughs> like,
3: and that person surprises me every time. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because I know that. I think I know that. Person. I think you might. And I always really, really, really had good interactions with that person.
4: I have no, dude. Honestly, like I have zero bad things to say, other than like these stories. That's I'm not, they're, yeah, they're, they're, that's <laughs> that's insanity. But that's, that's that's craziness. That's young being in a relationship and insecurity. Wow, I, I I feel like that person. Like I had a buddy. Who started talking to that person reached out to me and said, "Hey, is it okay if I talk to this person?" I found out that it's your ex. I'm like, "By all means." It's like, do I do, should should I know anything? And I said, "No." It was well, wow, you're a nicer man than me because oh, I would have told him. Well, I mean, dude, I
3: think that's extreme behavior. I, it, you, it you chalk it up to being young, breaking into somebody's voicemail. It was very bad. That's very extreme. I, and also, when you said, "Here's what I'm doing," and they're still suspicious of you. I know. And look, I, I, I say a lot of things about you. There's a lot of things I say about you, a lot of characteristics that I go, Steve's a pain in the ass for this, that, and the other thing. You have never ever displayed the cheaters, cheaters characteristic. I have, look, we have worked with people where you go, okay, yeah. shady, shady, shady. We just, we, we've worked with people over the course of our career. That person's shady. That person's shady. You have never come off as shady. That's what
4: really is like. Why would she expect you to be shady? You're not a shady guy. You know, sometimes people just kind of project whatever the past relationship was.
3: Yeah, I've been guilty
4: of that. That's why I look back on it. I'm like, dude, we were just young and dumb.
3: You're a nicer guy than me.
4: Well, I mean, like,
3: oh, I'm telling everybody about what a lovely individual she is.
4: But that sucks. Imagine like you're still being bound to a reputation or an incident that you did in your 20s, and now you're in your 40s. Welcome to America. And people still (laughs) think you're that person. Welcome to America, brother. That'd be a bummer. You're very nice to not.
3: Like, you know, not be that guy. Yeah. That would be hard for me to not be that guy, especially if it was relatively
4: soon after all that happened. And plus, I mean, I got out of this situation. So, yeah, yeah, you did. You, you you were the lucky man. That was the... I remember being like, I told you that I was turning my yeah. phone off. Like, why was this... A, like, wow. why were you concerned? That's scary, man. Like, it wasn't even like, oh, I turned it off. I didn't tell you. My bad. It was yeah. like, as I was leaving, I said, I'm going I'm nervous. I want to make sure I'm not going to get distracted. I'm turning my phone off. That's why I'm the perfect
3: man. Cause there's no are way, you? yeah. Cause no way, any woman would ever believe another woman would want to be with me. So mm. they never have any jealousy. Of that. I
4: wonder how many bars get calls from people that are like jealous or freaking out.
3: Oh saying, yeah, is
4: my significant other there? I never Ooh. thought of that.
3: I would love to. I, next time I talk to a
4: bartender, I gotta ask.
5: Ask Vicky. Huh? Didn't you work at a bar for a while? Did that ever happen? Mm, no.
4: Or was that just like a unique experience for that person, that tractor where they're like, "Excuse me, ma'am, you want me to do what?"
6: At least for the restaurant and bar I went, I worked at, we never had that. I'm oh. sure it has happened. Like i just not with me.
3: Boy, I'd like to know. I'm going to have to ask anybody I know who works at a bar. I go, hey, do you ever have jealous people
4: call you? Trying to have
3: you see if you can bust their,
4: their, their, their partner at your place. <laughs> I, thought I was like, can you look for a bald man that's in your club? Yeah. Okay, thanks. That really narrows it down.
3: Here's the thing. If you're the bartender, are you going to say that the person's there, especially if maybe they have an open tab? No, of course not. You're not getting no. a tip if that's the case, right? No. <laughs> However,
4: yeah.
5: I've always wanted to, like Joe, Lynn, and I have a guilty pleasure of watching Cheaters. Because that show is still on, on oh. VH1. Yeah. Is on, it really? Oh, yeah. Saturday and Sunday VH1 mornings. VH1
4: still exists?
5: Yes. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and, I, and it's okay. amazing. They have, they have old episodes with Joey Greco. They have new ones with Peter Pankey. That's like our Sunday... Wait, his like, name
4: is Peter Pinky. Pinky. Oh, <laughs>
5: wow! I even, how
3: about cheaters is still a thing?
5: Oh, it's still a thing. Wow! And we love like watching that when we're hungover the next morning after like emo nights and yeah. stuff. But I always just want to be somewhere where like cheaters busts into a oh. restaurant. I would like because then just che- like chanting
4: cheaters,
5: cheaters.
4: And didn't Joey Greco guy? Didn't he get stabbed? Yeah, but I think it was all fake. Don't tell me that. Okay, it's not all fake. Yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Steve. There was the whole yeah, the yeah. whole stabbing issue and stuff, and then they had a, another guy named Clark Gable for a while, and now it's Peter Pinky and he's always has a cigar. I wish it was Peter Pinky. Sh- he gets
3: on. Somebody buses. Somebody decided to use the old actor's name Clark Gable as the host of that show. No, it, just-
5: he was the, he's he's the the descendant of the actual Clark Gable. Oh, like he's like the third great grandson. Oh, all right. Well, I
3: guess. Oh, that's so he's what like Clark said? the third. Yeah. Oh well, that's a you know okay. I guess I mean his, his great grandfather, his father was like, hey, great job. Yeah, you're, you're, I, dude, I was a movie actor. You're finding cheaters. Okay, dude, you got
4: to get a, take a gig when you can in Hollywood. That's, that's good yeah. point.
2: Today's podcast was brought to you by Travis Gagne, bankruptcy attorney. Here's another question from a listener: How long is a bankruptcy going to affect my credit rating? Of course, most of the time, by the time we're, we're talking about filing a bankruptcy, the credit has already taken a huge hit. Uh, chapter 7 is going to affect it more negatively than Chapter 13. Uh, chapter 7 stays on your credit report for 10 years from the time you file. It usually takes seven or eight years for your credit scores to get back into the normal range in a Chapter 7 case. However, your credit will start to recover even in Chapter 7 after about a year. Um, you'll be able to get credit again right away, usually before uh, your case is even over. Uh, chapter 13 stays on your credit report for seven years and usually takes about three three and a half years for your credit to get back in the normal range so chapter 13 uh, will mean your credit gets better much more rapidly thanks travis if you have more questions about bankruptcy you can reach out to travis anytime at ChooseTheRightChapter.com.
1: that's choose the right thanks for listening this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news